0: The Hammerdown Racing Report, and now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Kieser.
1: Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for February 4th, show number 165, and uh, I got to move this so that, there, there they are. Oh, they're, they're all muted, too. Sorry, guys. There's Jerry and Ron. Yeah, I'll let you guys talk. Jesus, he's fighting Coming at you live evening, everybody, from the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report home studios. It's the Hammerdown Race Report presented by Oakshade Raceway. Live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and I don't know, maybe some other places too. It's amazing. I was telling uh, Ron last week I found out we're on Audible too. Which nice. I thought was just a book thing. But apparently I searched Hammerdown Hammer Race Report. We're on there. So if you can listen to us on demand on Audible or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there. So we appreciate you.
0: I just found out that my son uh, watches us on YouTube so that he can stream it on his big screen.
2: Well, that's good. Who wants to see all this? I don't Sorry.
1: (laughs) That's true. That's a good point. I didn't think of that.
2: I know that uh, that's
1: what uh, uh, Perry used to do, Perry Cox.
2: I can always do this to help.
1: Well, then, thank you.
2: Uh tonight on the show we'll
1: be speaking to the uh 2017 World of Outlaw rookie of the year Devin Moran I'm talking to the late models just in case you're not familiar with Devin Moran. Uh running down there with the uh Lucas Oil series. He's been doing that for uh, for a while but uh running down at uh East Bay, Florida. Florida, all the tracks down there. He finished second to Kyle Larson uh a couple weeks ago. I believe that was at, at All Tech. We'll talk to him about these third and points currently, uh, with the Lucas Oil series. Uh, also coming up a little bit later, we have a hammer down hotline, uh, a couple calls to uh, go over and discuss, plus, uh, plus a whole lot more. So, if you want to call at some point, don't do it now. This is for, for later reference, 419 318 3081. It goes to a uh, Google voicemail, so if you call now, it's not going to matter till next week. But anytime, feel free to call that number, 419 318 3081. And you're almost guaranteed to uh, be part of the show. Almost. Almost. And, yeah. There was a couple of hang-ups that we had, so those aren't part of the show. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway. Of course, we're the fastest meet to race, anxiously anticipating their schedule. Uh, hopefully, maybe by the end of this month, uh, that'll be coming out. I know we do have uh, at least the birthday race date. Uh, it's up on the website, oakshaderaceway.com, July 17th, I do believe. Part of the... Yep. Uh, UMP Summer Nationals, Dirt Car Summer Nationals. Got to thank Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, the most technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced. They're manufactured in the U.S. Check out realgeese.com or call 419-800-8100. Also, Millstream Street Speedway uh, set to uh, return to racing action on February 20th now. That's when they're going to kick off their, uh, their season. A little bit postponed hangover race. Hangover 2, I should say. Make sure to follow them on Twitter or Facebook, uh or both really. Millstreamspeedway.net has the links to both. And uh their schedule a little bit delayed. Scott Warner, the promoter, a little bit preoccupied with some uh, family issues. Uh so that that has been slightly delayed as well. <laughs> He's under a lot of pressure. Uh Big D's Pizza and Clyde Super Bowl weekend. I mean What what about pizza? They
2: got yeah, everything. pizza and wings. Yeah. Burgers, the big nut burger. <laughs> There you I know go. It's pro football, but you can still think about the Buckeyes.
1: Four one nine five four seven one four four four. You can uh, get some. They have
0: indoor seating available yet?
1: Uh, no, unfortunately, we were gonna go there, but uh, yeah, he he pulled out all the seating. Oh, so I, just carry out and deliver. Find them. Maybe maybe a little deliver to you if you're you're special, if you're nice too to Dean. Uh, uh, speaking of over there, Ron Miller race cars up there in Lambertville, Michigan. Give him a call. 734-856-7223. His phone works better than his internet. So that's all good. And he also works on cars very well. Uh, race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, everything a racer needs. Um, are you super busy at this point or you got some, some room in the, in the shop?
0: Um, I know there's a trailer we've, uh, got scheduled (laughs) in to repair. Um, Other than that, uh, a car came in last night, a quick body job. Uh, We're staying busy, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, right now I don't know that I can get to my trailer with the snow that's falling out there. A little difficult. I need a four-wheel drive truck. I'm going to have to borrow somebody. We'll be checking in with uh, Devin Moran here shortly. Before we get to that, uh, how about we go through that racing roundup?
2: All right, this week's racing roundup here on the Hammer Down Racing Report. Lucas Oil late models in action with New Mexico native Stormy Scott racing to his first ever career Lucas Oil late model victory and his very first dirt late model victory ever last Thursday night at East Bay Raceway Park. 2017 series champion Josh Richards survived a caution-filled makeup feature to earn, earn his first Lucas Oil late model dirt series victory of the season at East Bay, played later that night. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series point leader Brandon Overton picked up his first victory this season on Friday night at East Bay with Tyler Erb becoming the first repeat winner with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series this season after winning the Saturday night Briscoe Industries Winter Nationals finale at East Bay Raceway Park. Monday night at Bubba Raceway Park, Ricky Thornton Jr. held off Mike Marler for the win. Shane wrapped up the Winter Nationals at Bubba with a win on Tuesday. Next up for the Lucas Oil late models will be Atomic Speedway for the Buckeye Spring 50 on Friday, March 19th, and then Brownstown Speedway in Indiana on Saturday, March 20th. The All-Star Circuit of Champions kicked off sprint car racing down in Florida with 10-time World of Outlaws car series champion Donnie Schotch picking up the victory, picking up the first round of the inaugural Sugar Land Southern Tour at Screven Motor Speedway Friday night. Three-time All-Star Circuit champion titleist Aaron Reitzel right where he left off last year, maneuvering his way back to victory lane with a $10,000 win in Saturday's Winter Freeze finale at Screven. Night one at East Bay was rained out on Monday. Donnie Schatz picked up a second All-Star win on Tuesday at East Bay. Logan Schuhart last night won at Lucia Speedway Park after starting 13th. So, Logan running down Donnie Shots and picking up that victory. All stars in action for one final night tonight at Lucia Speedway, and then they'll be back in action at Attica Raceway Park on uh, April 9th and 10th. The dirt UMP believe, dirt car national.
1: I believe that's when the, the point season actually starts too.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. That non-points down there in Florida. Uh, I don't know if they're giving show-up points or not, but I know that that's definitely a you know Attica, the the spring fling. They typically have is usually the start of the sea, uh, season for them. The UMP Dirt Carb Nationals modifieds in action. Nick Hoffman kicking out, kicking off the fiftieth. Dirt Car Nationals with his 18th career win at Lucia Speedway Park. Tyler Nicely won the first of Twin 20 features with Nick Hoffman winning the second with Brian Ruman coming home seventh. In the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona, Felipe Albuquerque drove the Wayne Taylor number 10 to victory, uh, picking up the win for Wayne Taylor this year at Daytona. And that'll do it for this week's racing roundup.
1: Dave Kemmer uh, confirms there, associate producer. Uh, no points until Attica for the All-Stars. So,
2: Thank you, Dave. Very
1: cool. Thank you. Hey, Ron. Yes. Can you turn your phone down maybe just a little bit, getting a little bit of feedback through that? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> maybe that'll help. Uh, did you uh, any of you guys watch any of the Rolex uh, 24?
2: I did not this year. I had a little bit of family issues going on and had a chance to, had a chance to keep, to keep track like I did. Yeah, I didn't end up watching,
1: yeah, didn't end up
0: watching, any of watching. that either. Is that uh, any better on the feedback, box, No, man.
2: I, Actually, it's a lot worse.
0: <laughs>
1: really? Uh, I,
2: well, he's taking his hands away from it. I think he's all right. I think he's all right. Nope. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I, I hear it. it's like Stereo Jerry's. We need to get you back on that computer. We need to get your internet fixed.
0: Yeah. Hang on just a second. Okay. <laughs>
2: Real quick, we're while we, we're on, I do want to point out something that came out, news that came out yesterday. Uh Jeff Gordon has announced. Uh, is this breaking news? This is fairly breaking news. They they made it a big deal through the Jeff Jeff Gordon Foundation. Breaking news. Breaking news. One of the champions. One of the champions. Have involved
3: the cheerleaders? The base foundation. The next
2: one. The next one. The next unique venture that helps kids fighting cancer the jeff gordon children's foundation announced on wednesday that they are selling tickets at www.chimeroforacure.org priced at hundred dollars to win a one-of-a-kind 2021 chevrolet l one one le coupe they're only selling 15,000 tickets they're going to be on sale from the third through the 10th uh it's got custom gold accents brake calipers which is the color uh, referencing childhood cancer awareness uh also, it's got the uh, the brake calipers feature the Jeff Gordon Children's Foundation logo on them. Uh, the car also has an engine plate with the organization's logo and specifies that the vehicle is one of one in existence. Uh, the Camaro is valued at a uh, seventy-six thousand nine hundred thirty dollars. They're also going to give you ten thousand dollars. I'm assuming to help with the taxes. Uh, it's a supercharged V8 engine, six hundred fifty horsepower, six hundred fifty foot pound of torque and the one le extreme track performance package again head to camaro for a cure.org for a chance to, to buy a ticket for that uh, raffle from the jeff gordon foundation
1: where'd you find that news
2: that came off of jeff
3: gordon.
2: there's a video to go with it on youtube the whole nine yards gotcha
1: every time i, I unmute ron there i we get some ba- some bad feedback not sure what's going on there. Technical problems.
2: <laughs> I know you were talking a little bit about Oakshade's schedule. I did want to update fans. I spoke with Stephanie at Lima Land tonight. Lima Land, as of right now, is a go. Um, the official schedule still has some details to work out. Right now, I know that the NRA Sprint Invaders are set to hit Lima Land on Friday, May 7th. Right now, that's the first date I know of. Keep an eye out as soon as the schedule becomes available. Make sure we break it right here on the Hammerdown Racing Report.
1: That's good to know. I know there's been, do you know if the college is open down there?
2: College is open. They uh, just announced, however, uh, graduation will once again be virtual this year. Due to COVID, now that is subject to change, of course. If, if things happen and we, you know, state starts opening everything up, we may do, you know, they may do something a little different. But that's something also that we discussed today. Uh, we, they just have to be so careful with people in, the, in the racetrack being united to, to make sure they do, they don't misstep and cause an issue with a you know a super spreader event or anything like that.
1: Well, with. Uh... With their schedule being such a short period, too, you know, sure. they only run, what, the beginning of May through the beginning of August. Right. You know, so any any kind of delays are, are going to be a, a big issue for them. Do you know if uh, if they do have any issues? Do you think, you know, if they have to push back that start, are they just going to scrap the season? Or or the, you're saying that it's looking like that uh, we're going to have some racing at Limeland?
2: Well, like I said, as of right now, the the NRA has their schedule out, and they have a, have Lima Land for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine events there. So, so everything else would be, you know, either you know a non-wing race. I know we got a couple other events they're they're working on for this year, but it, it, the season as of right now is a go. It's just a matter of looking to see what you know the the limitations will be. As far as fan attendance, things like that, we they have to be so careful. So, I mean,
3: it, it appears as, as soon as I the,
2: know more, it, it will be announced. I promise that.
0: What was that, Ron? I say it appears as though the state of Ohio is freeing things up a little bit,
2: and that's good news for everybody, especially on the racing side. Uh, I did oh, see uh, they're also uh, the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets are applied to have a little bit of restriction lifted on their fan base. For uh, hockey games down in Columbus, but cross our fingers. That's a good step in the right direction for sporting events across Ohio.
1: <laughs> fingers crossed. Hopefully, so, is hopefully, that the feedback issue. Much better. A little bit, yeah, yeah. We, I think my
0: wife's phone was somehow picking it up, and
1: I don't. It's that modern technology. Uh, well, yeah. While we wait for uh, Devin here, I, I just texted him. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get uh, him on here shortly. Uh, let's uh, go through some of the, the racing news here. The uh, Great Lakes Super Sprints uh, have released their schedule for the, traditional, the, the Super Sprints, the Traditional Sprints, and the Lightning Sprint series. Uh, you can check them out at greatlakesprints.com. Um, traditional sprint schedule starts on May 7th and uh, May 9th at uh, I-96. I think that might be May 7th through the 9th. May 7th uh, through the 9th. Boss uh, series is going to be in action there as well. Super sprints start a little earlier. Their schedule begins at uh, I-96 as well, but that's going to be on
2: April 16th. April 16th. See a lot of that guy up there this year. Talked to Steve Irwin last week. He's very excited about the the uh, Michigan tra- traditional sprint tour and the, the Great Lakes super sprints. So... It'll be fun to see Stevie back up north, around close to home. You're you're kind of
1: kind of small on my screen. I had to,
2: had to look. Sorry, you yep. nope. Steve, you're er- Flying Zero. One of my good buddies. Like I said, you had a chance to talk to him uh, the other night at uh, Hillbilly High Bank uh, Nichols, where he houses of the simulators, and he's excited to get the racing season going. Now what's uh, what's
1: going on with that uh, simulator series that you have? Yeah. You talk about that.
2: The uh, general tires. Winter Nationals taking place every Monday night. Um, the first two weeks are in the books. We got a bye week next week, and then the final four races will take place. Lots of great sponsors. I don't have them written down here at home. That's all. All that stuff over, over at Tim's, but I know General Tire, Super Clean, Wicked Cushion, eSports involved heavily. Uh, the winner of the series is going to pick up a set of General Tires valued up to two thousand dollars. So I mean it, it's a not just a you know a set of thirteen inch. Cheapos. I mean, you, you can get some nice tires for your truck or, you know, uh, for your uh, personal car. Um, and then they're, they're paying, we're paying cash downfield for second through fifth. Uh, still picking up new sponsors for that. Talk to Dean Henry. I know he's wanting to get involved, like I said, with the issues I had last week with some family issues. Hadn't had a chance to get back with him. Looking forward to seeing him get Big E's pizza on board with that as well. So uh, keep an eye there. You can visit. Tim's Dirt Track Simulators on Facebook. Look up Tim Sims powered by iRacing on Facebook to get more information.
1: All right. Let's see if uh, we're still getting some feedback there from Ron. Ron, you going to be, nope. talking, be about
0: talking about. What's that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just reading the Atrica. I like that. It's a new track. It's a new oh. track. Man, we're getting some bad feedback from you. I'm going to give. Uh, <laughs> Give uh, Devin a call here. If, uh, you want to go through some more of the sure, sure. the news there, Jerry?
2: I sure can. Let. Back to it here, Joe Gibbs Racing announced today that it's extended agreement to driver Denny Hamlin and longtime sponsor FedEx with a pair of multi-year agreements. The terms of either agreement will not be disclosed currently. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on how Denny, he obviously starting Team 23 this year with Michael Jordan, how long he stays with Joe Gibbs is uh, definitely going to be fun to see. Attica Raceway Park released their 2021 reschedule on Monday. Uh, they'll kick off their racing season on Friday, March 19th. Five visits from the All-Star Circuit of Champions and a couple of World of Outlaws' NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars events dot the schedule with uh, May 21st and then the Brad Doty Classic on Tuesday, July 13th. Three Attica Oak Shade Late Model Challenge Series events also on the docket on June 25th, July 23rd, and August 27th at Attica. You can get more about that at atticaracewaypark.com. Uh, NASCAR Cup Series opens its season Tuesday, February 9th at Daytona International Raceway for the Bush Clash. The Clash is a non-points race for last year's race winners and pole sitters. It starts at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. The 2021 Sandusky Speedway tentative schedule is posted on their website, The season kicks off with the Spring Icebreaker Cavalcade on Saturday and Sunday, April 10th and 11th. The High Miler Weekend is scheduled for Thursday through Saturday, July 22nd through 24th. The Josh Neff Memorial Race is scheduled for Saturday, August 14th. Hey, that's my birthday. And the Pops Clinic 30 is scheduled for Saturday, August 28th. Championship night will be Saturday, September 18th, with the Bev J. Cox Memorial Cavalcade being held on Friday through Sunday, October 1st through October 3rd like Chase Elliott getting back behind the wheel of a midget once again at Bubba Raceway Park for the USAC National Midget Series opener tomorrow and Saturday. Be fun to see how Chase does again in that uh, Chad Boat entry, the CB Motorsports entry. Marco Andretti has been named as the latest driver for the Superstar Racing Experience Series. Uh, A little bit of tease going on with the the Jeff Gordon announcement for the uh, uh, charity this week. People thinking that Jeff was going to announce his uh, entry into the superstar racing experience. We'll we'll keep an eye on that too, because Jeff has said he doesn't think he's quite done driving yet. We'll see if we, if smoke's able to talk him into a ride
1: update on uh, Devin Moran. I think his phone might be dead. So
2: Scott still,
1: I forgot. I muted myself. I said,
2: Ah, an update on uh, Devin Moran. I think
1: his, I think his uh, phone may have died. So we got Dean Henry on the case. He's uh, he's calling his buddy there so hopefully we'll have uh, Devin here on shortly. So and Ron right. you sound better. I don't, I don't hear the, uh, um, the echo. Of course I find- Yeah, I, I,
0: there, there were two somehow I found another link that was open and I <laughs> killed killed one of them.
1: All right. Not only fixing cars, he's fixing phones. Does hey. it all. I'm um, an old guy, I'm pretty tech savvy. Come on. I know. I know. But uh, everybody knows the phone you used to have. Do you, have you shared what phone you have now with people?
0: Um, or is that still a secret? It's with T-Mobile, and it's yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you had the flip phone. You had that was like your thing.
0: It's still laying on back. the deck. Of, it's still laying on the deck of a race car out in the shop as uh, as a memento.
1: You're like uh, Gibbs from NCIS, using the the old phone. Yeah, I guess. Glue
2: that? Those are your race car this year as a hood ornament.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. There you go. Hey, it looks like uh, we got Devin uh, joining us here. How about we bring him in before we get to the uh, rest of the news? Devin, can you hear us?
0: Say something, Devin.
1: <laughs> I see. I see movement. Almost.
3: Hey, what's going on?
1: Hey, can, can you us? can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How about uh, how could I? How about I give you a call because it doesn't.
3: Can you hear me? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think we got a little bit of a delay there. How about I uh, try and give you a call and we just do this over the phone because it looks like we got a bad internet connection here. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll yep, get that'll you. work with me. All right, man. We'll get you on the phone here in just a second. Having a bunch of uh, internet problems. So we'll pull them up. Must from... be the
0: snow and the cold.
1: Yeah, we're going to blame, blame the cold. weather. Go in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is, the snow? Can yeah. you hear me now? Hey, we got you now. Hey. <laughs> Sorry about bang, that.
3: Dang, electronics aren't working for us, for the...
1: I know. I told you you could use your phone, it'd be just fine. I forgot to mention that you have to have a decent internet connection. Well,
3: that's what's crazy. I have- Service, thought it would work, but I guess I was wrong.
1: Huh? It's it's Florida. There's it too many. There's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of old people in Florida, and it's kind of they're they're slow, right? It
3: makes everything slow down. Is that what it does? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, so I was late, guys. I was just just had a motor started up and running. We we had to change motors to get ready for evolution. I just got it done, and then I looked at my phone and see, saw where you texted me, so I hurried up and came in here. and and got right on. So sorry about the delay on that.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we appreciate it. No problem. Um, Let's start off uh, with uh, talking about your experience so far down there in Florida. Uh, You started out at uh, Alltech, and you came up one spot short racing with Kyle Larson. Uh, How how disappointing was, uh, was that?
3: Obviously not too disappointing. I mean, when you're racing against a guy of that caliber, um, for a lot of the race, we were on the same straightaways, and there towards the end, um, it was my first race back after my wrist surgery and stuff, and I was, I was a little fatigued, so I fell out of the seat, to be honest, there the last 15 or so laps. But all in all, I mean, it was a good run, but to start out the year right after my surgery, um, not counting Kyle, but everyone else that was there, I mean, it was a stout field. So, so to come, come on with a second place finish of a track I've only been to one time previous, uh, all in all, it was a good run, and I'm happy with it, to be honest.
1: Okay, what's, uh, what's this with the, the wrist surgery?
3: Um, so I actually broke my wrist last February racing in Florida. Um, I fractured it through. There's uh, four wrist bones, and it was my second one over called my scaphoid. I think that's how you say it, the scaphoid. But, uh, Works for um, me. It was fractured through. Yeah, and yeah, I'm no doctor. I'm <laughs> just trying to be a race driver. <laughs> but no, it was fractured through, so I had to get surgery in October right after the Lucas Championship was over. And I sat there with a cast on for 11 weeks with no movement or anything at all. Um, and I didn't even think I was going to get a race at all tech, to be honest. And, and two weeks before tech I got my cast off, and the doctor said as long as I hit physical therapy hard, I should be good to go. And, and that's what we did. And to be honest, I still don't have much mobility and stuff, and it kind of stayed swollen. But uh, it didn't really affect me too bad. And the more I've been racing, the better it's kind of been getting, you know?
1: Well, that's good. You hear about uh... – was it Strickler last night? I guess almost cut off his finger and ended up uh, getting yeah, it sewed up and back at the track in time to race.
3: Well, that's what someone someone said. I think I think my girlfriend, Lakia, she sent me a, or showed me a picture that he had on social media where he cut his middle finger off like halfway off or something. I didn't even know what happened. Was there, like, what's the story behind that?
1: Uh, I just saw the same thing. I believe he was working on the car and uh, he just about sliced it off. And they rushed him to the, the hospital. They taped it up, and he got back in his car. And he actually, I think he finished, like, third, second or third in the features, and he had to come back. from the back.
3: Yeah, I saw where he, he started in the back. So, being came up through, and then he, I didn't get to watch the features because I don't have dirt vision. But it looked like he was showing up through there pretty good from uh, what everyone said, anyways.
0: Yeah. Scott, nothing heals the body like a green flag. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That is the truth. When that drops, I can promise you, you don't think about anything else other than trying to go fast.
1: There you go. Just pulled That's up a, the the tweet uh, that Kyle Strickler had stitched up and headed back to the track. He's
3: Holy smoke! F- yeah. So, so did he didn't do anything until the B Main, or what was the whole
1: deal there? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I have to do more research on this. Unfortunately, <laughs> I just found out about it today. It was like son of a bitch. But yeah,
2: uh, they were saying that he pitched between. Car lift. What's that? Dave Kemmer just posted in our chat that uh Kyle Stra pinched oh. the finger between his car and the car left. Oh. So, oh. luckily wow. they that were able to get that fixed. Yeah, sounds painful.
1: Uh so you come out of uh Speed Week there with you know third <laughs> in uh, Lucas Oil points. Um how how are how happy are you where you're at in the points right now this early in the season?
3: I mean I'm pretty pumped. Um, I feel like we had a really consistent start of the year. I, I think me and Brandon Everton are the only two that had five top five finishes out of the whole nine race cent or yeah, I think it was nine race cent. So I mean it was really good. Um I don't feel like we're where we need to be yet. I feel like we're still off on some speed. Um we didn't get our first win yet and I, I was really wanting to get a couple wins, so that that kinda of bummed me out. But all in all to come out of Speed Week starting points. Um it's definitely a good start of the year and um, kinda of gives us a a little bit of an encouragement to get ready for Atomic and Brownstown here uh, in the end of March.
1: I noticed I, the, the few races, I, I think I only caught about three of them, uh, and most of them were uh, East Bay. You tend to run the, the high side, and uh, it, it seems like you've, you're you you're very fast up there.
3: Yeah, and, and honestly, like I love East Bay to It's one of my all-time favorite tracks. It's not my favorite racetrack. And usually you can kind of race all over it, but for some reason, this year, it just, they actually had a little bit of a crown off at that place. And it made it a little harder than normal race. Um, so you, could, you couldn't you could quite move around as much as I usually like to there. But all in all, I mean, there's still some great racing there. And, and we had a lot of fun. And we ran the top five, I think, three nights there. So all in all, it was so good. And we had fun. And, yeah, when the top five was there, we definitely tried to make it work, you know
1: was it uh saturday night i think it was you you knocked the big d sponsorship uh quarter panel off the car
3: yeah i was bombed. i i felt like my car was really good but the problem is i was stuck behind everyone so um the night before bobby pierce knocked a hole in the wall right off the of floor i saw and I that went in there and the, yeah well i went in there and split someone and i really didn't hit the wall hard but i hit it right where that hole was and it just freaking ripped everything off so yeah, Dean there with Big D's Pizza, he was giving me heck for ripping it off. So I <laughs> owe him a quarter now. I'm going to have to take that baby back to him.
1: <laughs> How did that uh, How that deal uh, come about? How would you get with uh, Dean Henry and Big D's Pizza?
3: Um, to be honest, Mike and or Ty Cors, um he knew Dean. I didn't even know who Dean was, to be honest. I mean, I, I knew of him. Uh, I was Facebook friends with him and some stuff like that, but um, I've honestly still never even like, met him in person. I talk to him on the phone every day. Uh, super cool dude, I'm excited to get up there to try some pizza and stuff. He's got some good ribs and everything, so I'm ready to go up there. I haven't even tried it, but no, he just we contacted each other and started talking, and uh, kind of it went off from there. He just I know he's sponsored a bunch of sprint car guys like Cap Henry and some other guys like that, and um, we just like I said, we started talking over the winter, and one thing led into another. And, Now we're slowly converting him into a full-time late model fan. So we're getting
1: there. (laughs) We'd approve of that. We know he's a big supporter of of all kinds of racing, especially sprint cars. But, yeah, I was kind of surprised when uh, he texted me and was like, hey, I'm sponsoring Devin Moran," And I thought he was pulling my leg.
3: No, and that's (laughs) really, it was kind of just like that. Like, it was a last-minute thing. Like, we had the wrap completely done and ready to go, and then, boom it happened and we we got some of them big d pizza stickers on there and slapped them on the quarter panel and, and it was game on and like i mean so far it's been an awesome relationship i love sitting there talking to, to dean about some stuff and racing we, we were texting last night about the sprint car races at volusia i thought that was like a badass race last night so uh we were we were talking about that and two definitely stopped and stomped them in the ground there at the end but um no just hang out talk about racing and like i said once i get home i'm I'm heading up that way to get me some uh, pizza for sure.
0: <laughs> Devin, is your dad uh, is your dad doing anything with your deal this year, or is he staying home?
3: Um, so he's not down here in Florida, but um, I would say he is and isn't doing something with us. I mean, he he's not like hands on as much, but I still sit there and talk to him day after day, and I talk to him for probably half hour a day just picking his brain trying to figure out what we do to get faster and him picking my brain on trying to figure out what i need to do to be a better driver and just different things like that so um he's not as much involved as i really wish he could be but uh, he still definitely talks to me every day and, and in my ear and trying to make me a better racer so not hands-on but definitely still involved with my racing for sure
1: See, so you critique your your race watch watch the racing uh on the stream and then uh, offer you pointers
3: Oh, yeah, every night. I can promise you, there's some, if there's something wrong that I do, he is pointing it out <laughs> instantly and let me know
1: what's going on. Nice. Now, was uh, the original plan to uh, stay down there after the, the Lucas Oil portion of uh, things in, in Florida? Um, I, I know we talked, and you said your, your plan is now to stay down there for the, the Dirt Car Nationals and the World of Outlaws stuff next week, right?
3: Yeah. And that's what I really, we weren't even planning on doing it. Um, on Tuesday at Ocala, we were, we were going to come home and, and we had a, a couple people, um, Terry and Marianne Wright, um, their friends are and They wanted us to go over there. So they just said, Hey, come on, let's go. Let's make it happen. So we got, we got a couple things done and we're, we got the cars washed. And I just, like I said, I just changed the motor today and, uh, we're heading over there, starting racing Monday, and we're going to race through the whole week. So uh, I haven't been there in a couple of years, but like I said, that that sprint car race last night was pretty badass. So hopefully we can kind of do the same deal.
2: Hey, Devin, uh, Jerry <laughs> Keyser here. Been, been able to, to see a lot of your social media posts here uh, as you guys head down to Florida. How neat is it for you to be able to interact with your fans with social media each and every week and, and, and when you guys have you know get to have a little fun?
3: You know, it is a lot of fun. Like I've never really been too big on Facebook Live. I've kind of just done my own thing, and like I, I'm, I'm not as good as what I should be on social media. I'm that was kind of my New Year's resolution to try to make myself better on it. And and now that I'm doing it more, like I had a Facebook Live on the way down. Me and my brother did, and it was a blast. We literally talked for almost an hour, and we had a ton of fun. And like at the end of it, I was like, man, I could have went for another hour. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. And then. Doing some of these videos, I'm just—I have so many people that help me on this race team, and without these guys, I literally couldn't be able to do what I do. So I just—I try to—I I try to make it a two-way street for everyone. Um, I, everyone who helps me, I want to help as much as I can because, like, I don't think people realize how much I do appreciate when they do help me. So, and and same with the fans, I don't think they realize like how much I appreciate when they're rooting for me and cheering for me and. And getting home my merchandise online or at the track or whatever. So like it's, it's, it's pretty cool to be able to give back this way and talk to people and interact and, and do things like that. So um, whenever I post videos or, or do Facebook lives or even like talking to you guys on these podcasts, I love talking on podcasts and just hanging out and chilling with people. So, so people kind of know where I am. I'm just, uh, I'm every, same as everyone else. I just like to hang out and talk and have fun, but I'm, I'm privileged enough that I get to drive a race car fast, I guess, you know?
2: And you're well, down. keep with- it up. It's been fun to watch. You guys have definitely been very entertaining, not only on the track, but also off the track in your social media posts. And as-
3: and, uh, it's definitely been entertaining on the track. Hopefully we can start a little <laughs> further up this week so I don't have to pass so many dang cars. I'm telling
1: you. It seems like you, you do good, you do better when you start further back in the pack, though.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. I, <laughs> uh, I was talking to someone the other day. I started seventh at, Hill, or at uh, East Bay. Uh, and that was the night that I freaking tore the whole right side off. So, I, like I said, if I got to start 20th to run top five, I'd much rather do that and start fifth and run 20th. I'll, I'll take it any day of the week. I can promise you that.
1: So what what, uh, what are your plans after Volusia then? Until uh, Luke, I'm assuming you're running the, the whole Lucas Oil Series uh, this year, right?
3: Um, to be honest, I, I don't really know if we are or not. Okay. Um, right now, really, right now, it really doesn't look like we're going to. Okay. Um, reason being, so we ran the we ran the whole Lucas deal last year, and and I love running Lucas, um, Rick Swalla and all them guys. Um, they do a great job with the series, and, and I can't thank Lucas Oil Products enough. Um, hey, they helped me on the race car. They, they I use all of their chemicals and fluids and all that. But in on the other side, it's it's just hard to do it. Um, it was just me and my brother, Wiley. Wiley's the only full-time paid crew guy on the team. Um, I've, had a, I've got a couple of really great people that help me out, but they're all volunteers. So it's just me and Wiley in the softball week. And, and that's, it makes it tough for the simple fact that last year we started going downhill, and I feel like we didn't perform near the way we should have. And I think a lot of that was because we were just working to get done, to get to the track. We weren't working to make ourselves faster each and every week. So it just, when everyone else is getting faster and you're staying the same speed, it just doesn't work out, you know? So unless we figure out a way to where we can pay for a second full-time crew guy and and have someone going up and down the road with us, I just, I honestly don't think it'll happen. I think we're going to just do a lot of hit and miss shows. I I know we're going to go to Atomic and Brownstown, and um, we're talking about going to Bristol for the second time around. And and there's still a ton of Lucas Traces we're going to race, but um, it just, we don't have a definite plan yet. Once we get home from Volusia, Um, we're going to figure out some stuff and and try to see if we can make it work. We're we're going to run it for a couple weeks after that, at least. But um, other than that, I I really don't know yet. We we still got to kind of sit down and and figure it all out, to be honest.
1: Running any of those.
0: A lot of of Ohio and Michigan fans are wondering if you might catch some of the summer nationals this year.
3: Yeah, and that's one thing we've talked about. Um, We aren't going to run the summer nationals, but um, if we do end up not running the Lucas deal, um, I know there's a couple weeks. We might go out for two weeks or so. Um, I don't even know if they've released the schedule. I haven't seen the schedule Schedule's for out. yet. But is it when did they release that? It's
1: uh, they have it. They kind of are doing what they did last year, where they have uh, two sections of it. I guess you could say it starts uh, June and June through July. Then they take a break, a couple week break, and then uh, I think it's the end of July and into August. And the, there's a couple. Oh of- really. They got a, a quite a few Michigan tracks uh, again this year, so um.
3: yeah, I might I might have to min- venture up into Michigan. I've had some decent success. Uh, we went to Merritt a couple years ago with the World of Outlaws, and like I had some pretty good runs. I ran I think third and fourth, or third and fifth, or something up there, and it was actually pretty racy when we were up there. So we might have to sneak up to that Michigan region, hang out with some of them guys. Even though I'm a major Buckeye, go Buck! <laughs> but but we'll we'll go up there and <laughs> hang out and do some racing with them for sure.
1: I believe uh, the finale is at uh, Merritt. I think Tri-City the night before, and then Merritt uh, is the final night. But uh, Really?
3: I, I haven't Like I said, I haven't even seen the schedule, so I, that surprises the heck out of me, to be honest. But Just, just hey, came out last like week. You, said, you,
1: you were a little busy racing, so you probably didn't see it.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, that in our service at East Bay was horrible. I, oh. I was I was away from the world for an entire week so. Sometimes it's kind of nice to be honest. It's just kind of go do your own thing, and it is what it is, you know. <laughs>
1: nice. I did. I think I saw you wearing a, uh, a Cleveland Browns hat one of the nights at East Bay.
3: Go Baker Mayfield.
1: Okay. See, <laughs> yeah. I, I, And I was thinking that this is like the first time in years that that uh, a, a Browns, I'm also a Browns fan, and I can admit that now without feeling <laughs> feeling like embarrassed. But uh, yeah, it's you can.
3: Nicer. You can, it, just take that in. That's nice, ain't
1: it? Yeah. Yeah, It was like, hey, he's got a Browns hat on. That, that's cool. You don't you normally don't see that. But now you don't have to feel ashamed.
3: Yeah. And to be honest, like, so when I was younger, I was a Green Bay Packers fan. I've loved football my whole life. I played football from when I was in first grade till I graduated high school. And I, I'm an avid football fan. Like I said, I love my Buckeyes. Um, but when I was younger, I actually loved the Green Bay Packers. I'm a major Brett Favre fan he's my all-time favorite nfl player i've got fat heads of him and uh, i've got all of his jerseys i've got all kinds of stuff but he retired and i don't know my dad's always been a Browns fan so i've slowly transformed into that and about the last honestly like when i really started becoming a Browns fan um was the horrible two years when we were one and 31 so it it kind of sucked and it was depressing it was like man he didn't even look forward to it but but this year definitely changes around. So we, I, we we, all get together at my parents' every Sunday um, during the football games and me and all my brothers and dad, and, and we all watch the games, and, and we have a pretty good time. So it was definitely a lot of fun this year for sure.
1: <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, your family uh, owns uh, Muskegon County Speedway, right?
3: Yeah, so my, my grandpa, my my dad's father, um, he's owned it since I think 82 or 84 or something. I'm not for sure the exact date. But he's owned it for that yeah. long. And then my dad's actually promoted it for the last four or five years. Um, him and my brother Tristan. Um, my brother Tristan, he does a lot of promotions. He's actually the one that's been helping me out on some of my social media stuff. Um, him and my girlfriend, my kid. She, she runs my Twitter most of the time. But um, he, him and my dad, they they run the Salmon County Freeway. And they're getting all their schedule stuff figured out for this year. So uh, they're, they're doing some big things and some cool stuff there. So I'm excited for all that to come out for sure.
1: Do you, uh, do you help them out at all in any of that, or you just uh, concentrate on, on the racing thing?
3: Um, I really like to. Um, I love working at the racetrack. We've got our own go-kart track that I I can sit there and do track prep on and screw around on and have fun. That's, that's kind of my my stress reliever. I can go sit there and, and work on the racetrack and do stuff like that, and I do like to help. But at the end of the day, I'm so busy with my racing and stuff like that. It, it makes it tough to go over there and help because I'm just – I we work all day and then we're just ready to be done and go home. That's kind of the deal that happens. But if we got an off week or like on a Sunday when nothing's going on, we definitely go over and hang out and help and do whatever we can, you know?
1: Now you have that track, but you say East Bay is your favorite. Why is that?
3: Well, usually it's because of the racing. Um, There's not many places in the country that you can have a 30 lap race and you can start 24th and win. And that's literally one of the only places that you can and that's what I tell people, like, I like racetracks, and I'm actually, I'm working I'm at Lloyd's shop, and Rick Eckert's here working, and we were talking about this today, and he, he has the best opinion of anyone. Uh, our favorite racetrack is a racetrack that you can race and pass, and there's more than one lane on. And that's that's why I love East Bay. Usually, there's two, three, four lanes at that place, and you can race all over it. Um And I was actually talking to Lakia last night. I said, I've got a favorite racetrack to race on, and I've got a favorite racetrack for atmosphere. And East Bay is definitely my favorite track to race on. And then I've got Muskingum and Eldora my probably two favorite racetracks with the atmosphere. Um, Just because they're close to home, and obviously Eldora is Eldora. But but no, when, when when you're at a racetrack and you can race and pass, it's just way more fun than anywhere else, to be honest. So uh,
1: looking ahead to in your future here, like uh, maybe a few years down the road, where do, you, uh, where do you see yourself going as far as your racing career? I mean, do you want to stay with the late models? you want to move up, maybe try NASCAR or something else, or eventually you're just going to hang it up and do something else? What, where do you see yourself in, in the future?
3: I mean, to be honest, I, my, my ultimate goal was always to go a NASCAR. Um, I like pavement racing. I've done just a, not very much, but dabbled in just a little bit of pavement racing. And I've had fun doing it. Um, some people don't like it, but I, I like any kind of racing. I like going to watch dirt bikes. I like racing four-wheelers and open wheels. I like it all. So at some point, I would I would love to have the opportunity to race some more asphalt and eventually get to NASCAR. But the problem is I'm 26, and I am where I am in my career right now. Yeah, so you have to be 15 to,
1: to get, get in a NASCAR, I
3: think. Yeah, <laughs> and have a deep pocket, yes. pocketbook at the end of the day. It, it, it's hard to get there right now unless... Unless you're someone who's like Kyle Larson, who has as much God-given ability as anyone. Um, so, to be realistic, it's going to be hard for me to do that. Um, so, really, I, I want to build this team of as high, as big as we can. Um, I'm, I, I want to get as many great sponsors like Dean and, and Tommy Pope and CMW Trucking and, and these guys on board as I can. And, and as long as I have a core, great group of guys around me, um, and we can race and do what we're doing, um, that's what I want to do. And then to be honest, I want to get in some open wheel stuff. I, I want to go race some midget stuff. I want to get race some wings, sprint car stuff. Um, dad always has an all-star sprint, uh, speed week show at Missingham. And, and I've loved sprint cars my whole life. So at some point I definitely want to go race some of that stuff. Um, I want to go do some midget racing and go to the chili bowl. Once I get a little bit of experience in that and, and do some of that stuff. Um, seems like everybody that's,
1: wants that's, to do
3: that. Yeah. I mean, I've literally always grown up loving race cars, um, loving open-wheel stuff. Dad raced with all-stars, of champions when it was late models and sprint cars back in the day. So he knows a lot of them guys, and we just grew up loving sprint cars. I mean, they're awesome, they're fast, and they usually race pretty damn good. So I've I've always wanted to do that, and at some point, I'm going to get the chance to do it, and I just don't know when, you know?
1: What about – Did did, your
0: dad run some pavement too, Devin?
3: what was that i, I couldn't hear you
0: there didn't your dad run some pavement too back in the day uh
3: yeah he actually did do some market stuff um he raced at atlanta daytona Talladega. there's four or five different places that he raced um he didn't get too too serious into it but but he definitely did his first race and i think he finished fourth or fifth at atlanta and daytona or something so so he had some good runs it's just the same thing when, when you don't have that big back and it just it makes it harden the asphalt deal i mean the late the dirt stuff hard enough so when you get in that asphalt you just you got to have that back and if you don't have it, it just don't work out absolutely
1: what about uh doing some cherry picking like uh ryan unzicker does in the uh the, the arca series at the was it Decoin? Uh, or, uh, Bobby Pierce, Bobby Pierce, uh, racing the, the trucks at, uh, at Eldora was very successful. Uh, if an opportunity like that came about, would you jump on that?
3: Yeah, if it, if it was, if it was the right opportunity, um, I wouldn't want to get in something where you go out there and the right front lowers bent before you even get there and stuffed loose and messed up. So if it, if it was the right opportunity then yes, I would definitely do that. Um, I always thought it would be fun to go race at Eldora in the trucks. Um, they're just, I mean, really, they're just big and slow, but they race pretty dang good on that place. And, and i we sat there and watched it year after year, and uh, I went and hung out with Bobby and Tyler Reddick when they were racing there. And it, it was a lot of fun to do that. And really, it, it, the crowd's massive, and I know everyone's watching on TV. So if I did have the right opportunity, yeah, 100%, I would definitely go do that.
1: So if somebody offered you a... a- maybe a third tier NASCAR cup ride for the dirt race at Bristol, the Bristol dirt race. Would you take that just to say you ran a cup race, even if it wasn't the best equipment?
3: Yeah, I would jump on that. I would <laughs> do whatever I had to do to do that. Not a question. Okay. It is what it is. If, if someone calls Devin Moran and say, Hey, come race. I'd jump on it. Cause at the end of the day, um, I have a couple connections that I feel like can help me out anyways. And, um don't get me wrong we, them guys that are in NASCAR can all drive so it's not that they don't have the driving ability but I feel like I might have a little more experience than some of them guys so uh, we might not be great but we'd go out there and have fun and we'd try like heck to, to run good you know
1: yeah, nothing if nothing else it looks good on a resume
3: yeah exactly you got it <laughs> uh
1: last uh last question I have for for you Jerry uh, Ron you got any more questions
0: um, I, I just was wondering how he thought the NASCAR Cup race at Bristol was going to play out.
3: Uh, I have no idea, to be honest. <laughs> um, I, I'm more curious about this first year that they got. Um, we're racing at Atomic and Brownstown with the Lucas 3rd Series. Um, I don't know the exact dates. I think it's like the 22nd and 23rd of March, maybe. I, I'm, I'm not for sure the exact dates, but, but that whole week they've got Twelve hundred cars or something crazy racing at Bristol. Um, that kind of makes me nervous because I I don't want it to be a complete dud. Um, I feel like it's a pretty cool opportunity yeah. for us to get to go race it, for, for us to go race at Bristol. Um, and like I said, we're we're planning on we might possibly get to go there for so the Outlaw Show the second time around. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know if NASCAR guys are really going to like racing at Bristol. It kind of bums me out because I feel like. Bristol was one of the really good race checks that they had anyways. So I, I wish they wouldn't have taken their spring race away. I wish they would have just added another one. Um, whether it was at Eldora, or Bristol or somewhere else, I wish they would have had their two Bristol races plus this dirt race. But all in all, um, they're trying to do different things and, and get that fan base to grow back up. So I, I, I give them props for trying to do different stuff. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how it's going to go. We're, we're all going to find out at the same time. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. It's kind of hard Washington to judge. We'll have an advantage. Kind of hard to judge the uh, popularity of it, too, this year with the limited seating capacity, which, of course, sold out. But then again, it's limited, so you're not selling out the entire place, which is what they used to do back in the day, just with the regular races there. Uh, what is the seating
3: capacity this year? What are they allowed to have for that dirt race?
1: I'm not even sure down in Tennessee. 25% maybe? I was thinking
2: it was 25,
1: but I won't swear to it. Yeah. I
0: think it's, it's
2: subject to me, change I mean,
3: between now what... and then. Yeah. Yeah, that that place seats like what eighty thousand people or something. that doesn't, or no, not I think that it's many? more
1: than that. I think it's like 100 a 120. 120 Yeah, at least. Yeah.
3: So it's, they're still getting 30,000 people in that yeah, place for yeah. that deal,
1: then. Yeah, but I mean,
3: yeah. that's, yeah, that's not really saying
1: cool. much, though. I mean, for for that kind of thing, I mean, it would would have been interesting if they could if they had all these seats available to see if they could have sold it out, and if so, how quickly it would have sold out, if it would have kind of brought the
2: Bristol of, of old back. Bristol seating at well, I mean, is 162,000 people.
1: That's yeah, I thought. So, yeah, there's, cool. yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot of people.
3: So they'll have 40,000 people there, and that's still that's still more than anywhere. I mean, Eldora, I think, would put 35 or 30 to 35,000, so that's still still going to be more than anywhere else that a dirt race would be, I feel like. Yeah, I think that, I...
1: I'm jealous. I, want to, I think that would be cool as heck to, to race down at Bristol.
3: That would be pretty wild. Well, good luck down I, I there. Know I'll be, I know I'll be tuned in watching it, at least. That's for sure.
1: Well, well, good luck when you race there, and, uh, and as well uh, next week. Uh, good luck uh, with that and for the rest of your season here. Uh, last question I wanted to leave you with was, uh, uh, I know you're a Browns fan, but uh, who's your uh, pick for uh, Sunday in the Super Bowl?
3: Man, I really don't know. Um, I am a Tom Brady fan. I've always liked Tom Brady. Um, everyone can talk crap and do what they want, but he is the best all-time football player ever. Bill Belichick's still the best coach ever, but I, I do like Tom Brady, but at the same time, um, I'm, I'm an AFC guy and I think Patrick Mahomes is a stud too. Um, final score. Let me guess. Yeah, it's going to be 38-35. The Chiefs.
1: Chiefs, okay.
3: That's, that's that's my guess. We'll see if I'm right or not.
1: And a and a close game.
3: <laughs> and I think I think it will be. They ain't gonna let Tom Brady's last game be a blowout. I can promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna happen. It'll be a game.
1: Uh, any other uh, sponsors you want to throw a shout out to other than Big D's?
3: Yeah. First of all, I just wanted to say thanks for letting me get on and hang out. And sorry again that I was a little bit late. I was just. It's been craziness down here, trying to get ready for Volusia. So I do appreciate you guys uh, staying with me and letting me get on and hang out. And we're definitely going to do this again sometime. I hope. But uh, on top of that, obviously Dean and Big D's Pizza, uh, they jumped on board this year. And if you're ever up towards Attica or Fremont, racing, make sure you stop in there and, and get some pizza or ribs or anything else they got. Uh, like I said, I've never been there yet, but I'm I'm going when I get home. So I, I'll let everyone know that it's going to be as good as I, I'm I'm hoping it is. And then it's good. Uh, we got Thomas. Is it, have you guys you guys been there quite a bit
1: uh we've had it delivered to us uh at the studio once and, and and i was there another time so i've only been there a couple times and both times uh everything was great
3: well perfect maybe when i get up there i'll have to get a hold of you guys we can, we can go and get some pizza how about that all
1: right sounds like a plan sounds
3: sounds no but, uh, and- perfect but no no i got i got tommy post construction uh, he's been on board a couple years and uh cnw trucking doug Curlis, and them guys uh, they're they're really helping out this year um i've got my fox shocks with iBox springs i've got a great package with, with them guys um accuforce keith burner and them guys from millersburg they do a great job and, and keith keith is so hands-on i can't thank him and brent and, and JB and trucking and all them guys from accuforce i've got brent or er, brent justin chance with uh innovative graphics making my car look good this year we, we changed it up and I didn't know if I liked it a whole lot, but I think it looks pretty awesome on the racetrack, though. So he's doing a great job. We've got Paul and Haskell, Paul and the Services, M&M Painting Construction. Um, I want to thank Alan Murray for everything he does for us. Um, there's so many other people. Carsportsauto.com. Uh, Dan Dan does a lot for us, so I want to thank him. VP Race Fuels, FK Rodden, um, Lucas Oil Race Products. Like I said, we run all their oil. We're in grease. Um all their lubricants we run all their stuff so i want to thank them and then uh just everyone else all the product sponsors who have much strange oval axle winners rear are um prc radiators um arizona sports search for having all my merchandise uh, make sure everyone goes on to com and check out all my merchandise i've got it all online uh, i've got all brand new stuff and and if you're going to be down here at volusia uh head over to the merchandise trailer we're not going to open it till friday but uh Make sure you come check out what my girlfriend Makia has on sale, and uh, we'll go from there. And once again, thank you guys for having me on.
1: Well, thanks for coming. Do you have all those sponsors written down, or you you do that from memory?
3: No, I just did that from memory. I'm That's missing impressive. a couple. There's a couple of new ones that I've got this year that I'm still missing, but but I'm working on. Them. I'm getting closer. All
1: right. Well, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see if your Super Bowl pick was right. I'm going with the uh, the the Buck, uh, the Tampa Bay. For some reason, I can't. You with
3: you going with the bucks? I'm you going the with the bucks simply
1: because Kansas City beat the Browns, and I'm kind of I'm not happy about that. So.
3: Hey, we were close. We about we brought got the job done. I've got a couple of Kansas City friends, and and they were they were literally scared. We we had them scared. So at least we did something this year.
1: Yeah, I thought there was a chance there, but uh, we need a little help on the defense. Maybe next year.
3: Yes, we do. Hopefully, <laughs> we can get a healthy defensive back and some better linebackers. Absolutely. Sorry, Max.
1: Oh, uh, I'm supposed to ask you to come to Oakshade this year, too. If you get up to Northwest Ohio, we'd hey, like to see we, you at Oakshade.
3: Hey, listen, I love going to Oakshade. I won the, the Barney Old. No, no. What did I win? Was it the Barney Oldfield I won? Yes, it was. I think it was, yeah. not the birthday race, but it wasn't the birthday race. It was the Barney Oldfield I won up there one year. Yeah, I mean, that, that race was awesome. but They had the track, like, there was actually a cushion on it that night, and we could race all over that thing, so. So when that place is right, I definitely love going up there and racing. And if we get to go up there, hopefully, hopefully it's good for us.
1: July seventeenth, the birthday race, ten thousand to win.
3: Is that what it is? Oh, is it going to be a summer nationals race still? Summer
1: nationals. Yep.
3: Perfect. Well, you, I would say there's a good chance we'll be up there. Hopefully, hopefully they have it juicy for us, and we can do some racing.
1: All right, looking forward to it. All right, thanks.
3: sounds good. Thank you guys again.
1: Yep. Thanks, Devin Brand. Thanks, Devin. Thanks, Devin.
3: Hey. Okay, have a good one.
1: Mm, bye. Yep. There you have it. Devin Moran, late model driver extraordinaire.
2: What's some updates from Volusia?
1: Yes. What do you got?
2: In qualifying for the All-Star Circuit of Champions, David Gravel, quickest with a 13.229. Uh, heat race number one, won by Logan Shuhart. Heat race number two won by Danny Dietrich. Heat race number three picked up by Casey Kane. Heat race number four won by Donnie Shots. I
1: like how you and just is- uh, jumped into your uh, announcer voice there. That was awesome.
2: Habit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, coming up a little bit later, we have the uh, the Hammerdown Hotline again. Uh, that'll be shortly here, as well as uh, how many and your chance to win a Big D's Pizza. Before we get to that, actually, we got to. A- just a couple more news uh, items here um, but uh, and I should I wanted to ask you guys before uh, before the show which of uh, the how manys we should do I had two two how manys I don't know Jerry you you saw uh, in the prep there do you have
2: a, a preference it's that time of year I, I think I think you need to go with a Super Bowl
1: okay all right we'll go with the Super Bowl one then we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later your chance to win a big D's pizza. Uh, back uh, to some news here. I think we left off just uh, before the Matt Benedetto news. Uh, yeah. he, he's trying. He along with Devin Moran is trying to nail down a Chili Bowl ride for next year. It seems like the Chili Bowl.
2: I'm, I'm looking too. If anybody right. knows of a midget, I, I'm I'm available for next year for the 2022 Chili Bowl. Ron, I, I what I about you? My hat on
0: there. Absolutely. Have you ever driven a midget? No. <laughs> There could be a first time, though. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have, go. All three I've of never us. I've
2: driven a midget, but I, I, I have interviewed Rico before.
1: Okay. That's wrong. That's so wrong. Next year, uh, we'll be at Chili Bowl. All competing, maybe. Anyways, uh, Matt Benedetto is trying to nail down a Chili Bowl ride, um, so we might be fighting him for, for finding one. He's also going to try and run a couple of uh, midget races uh, sometime this year to get some seat time in uh, in a midget before. The Chili Bowl. Um, Thor uh, ThorSport, we kind of mentioned this, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, that they were going away from Fords uh, in the uh, yep. NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. They confirmed today that they are going to field four Toyota Tundras, which is what they used to field, What uh, I think, like 2014 yep. and before, or something like that. That's
2: my daily driver.
1: So, uh, yeah, Matt Crafton will be behind the wheel of a uh, Tundra. Next year, Very. or this year again, again, yes. Uh, and then Any shake up in their driver roster. Uh, there was one the minor shake up. I think it was Noah Gregson is going to be sharing some time with. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but he's not going to be running okay. full time. It's going to be a shared ride. But the other three are all uh, unchanged. Uh, and finally, and uh, some of you may have uh, seen this on social media that. Uh, on uh, Monday we had uh, lost this driver here I actually ended up racing this was uh, from last summer was it not Jerry yes back it's in last a summer at Shade. back in a bomber uh, uh, Tim Fisher uh, the 2004 Oakshade Raceway sportsman champion and the uh, 1991 and 92 bomber champion back running a bomber this uh, past year he passed away uh, unfortunately on uh, Monday and one of our hammerdown hotline calls actually has kind of something to do with this it wasn't a direct mention, but uh, uh, yeah so very nice guy and uh, I think the only time I actually beat him on the track I was telling you guys before we came on was when I saw parts flying out from underneath of his car I think that was the only time I actually passed him and he was still racing though he didn't pull off the track he was still out there so uh, tough loss there for the the Oakshade family and no comment from you guys okay We'll move Something
3: on there. Very well, sad. Uh, it's, it's, it's just he, he, was,
0: he was a super guy and you know, spent his whole racing career around Oakshade in that area. And, huge loss.
1: And he was a yeah. young one compared to you.
0: Most people are,
1: Scott. <laughs> uh Tim Fisher, I believe, uh, was sixty two. So and uh after that sad bit of news, how about we go to some Happier news with uh, tonight's how many? How, La- many? Last how week, many? Last week's how many was uh, actually car number, uh, the winning car number in uh, last Friday's Ameri- uh, All Star Circuit of Champions uh, feature, and that winner was uh, 15. What was that? Shots? Is that who yes. that was? Yeah. Um, and round pick 14. So he was closest by virtue there. Yay! We had three online choosers of the number 14. I don't know if that's correct English or not, but we're going to go with that. And so we put their uh, names up on the Big D's Big Pizza
2: Wheel. There you go.
1: So uh, there you go. Chad, I can't ever pronounce his name. How do you pronounce his name, Ron?
2: Cootsley?
1: All right, we'll go with that. Cootsley. Uh John Young, and uh, John Deere, all guessed 14, as well as Ron. So here we go to pick the winner of a Big D's pizza for last week's how many?
0: Anybody but John Young. Anybody but John
1: Young. It's going to be Chad. <laughs> uh. Yay, Chad. <laughs> Chad. got himself a Big D's pizza. Make sure to get a hold of Dean Henry if you don't know how to get a hold of them. I can uh, point you in the right direction there. Uh, this week's How Many and Your Chance to Win a Big D's Pizza, once again, is uh, going to be Super Bowl-themed. I was going to do a, a Bush Clash thing with How Many Cautions, but for I since this is the Super Bowl, it's, road force. it's It's the last football. The, actually, you know what? It's not the last football of the year. I think there's like a new league that's going to be starting where you the, control uh, it or fan, something.
2: Fan control. Yeah. You get to pick the plays. I saw
1: Johnny Manziel as part of that. I'm Johnny thinking this is just a train wreck waiting, waiting to happen. Okay. Let's see what happens here. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so this is the official end of football, really, for the, the season with the Super Bowl on Sunday. So, we're going to go with uh, the how many is the total number of points that'll be scored in the Super Bowl on Sunday. Total number of points. That's the total for both teams. So, if we go off of what uh, Devin Moran said earlier, what do you say? 35 to uh, 38. So, what's that? 30, 73 points. That'd be 73, 73 points. 73. That would be his guess. So, we're, we're going to put him down to 73. That's his guess. We'll see if he wins. Um, and if you'd like to play along, just put your guess in the comments, just put the number. That's all you need to do. You have until we'll say Sunday at noon to get your guess in and, uh, you'll be entered to win a big D's pizza. If you guess the same number as someone else, we'll put your name on the big D's pizza wheel and spin for the winner. Um, Ron, since you were the winner last week, uh, what, uh, what do you got? Oh, 47, 47. You're going for a low scoring game. All defensive shootout. All defense. All defense. What do you got, Jerry? Since you weren't here last week,
2: I, I think you have the greatest quarterback ever and the best young quarterback in the league. I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm going a little higher than Devin. I'm going 77. 77. I'm thinking 42, 35.
1: Well, in that case, I'm going to go with 75. And I'm writing down my number for you. I wrote our numbers in the wrong spots. Does Kathy, Kathy have a guess this week, Ron?
3: 38.
1: Ooh, she's going lower yet. 38. 30, 38. It's
2: going to be a couple field goals, and that's it.
1: <laughs> Look at that. My dad's got 84, so that's the highest I've seen here. All
2: right, we yeah, go. I mean, it, it it has the potential to be that kind of game.
1: Good go. Either way, we shall see. If it was the Browns playing, I would say it's going to be a high-scoring game because they have no defense. But I don't really know that much about the Buccaneers, and the the Chiefs. So we'll find out Sunday who that uh, winner is. We'll announce it again as a next Thursday. Yeah, That's old guys I mean. rule.
2: <laughs> I don't know that Patrick okay. Mahomes is something else.
1: I guess I am rooting for the old guy. You know, I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. Yeah. I think he's a little strange, actually very strange. But uh, uh, I mean, you can't deny what he's done. You know, you got to give him some credit there. And the fact that he went down to, he left Tampa or Tampa, Bay. he left uh, new England to go down yeah. to Tampa Bay where it's warm, you know? So he's pretty smart there. And then to actually bring that organization with Gronk, Gronk's a weirdo too. Um, <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear this. because he it'll probably come kick my ass, but um,
2: I'm know, sending him a copy. Of this video well, yeah, I appreciate it's... that.
1: Great. Um, but yeah, I mean, what they, just those two have, they've taken the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to this, but I've always been kind of a Tampa Bay fan. I think my parents took us there once in the, the 80s, and we were going to go to a Tampa Bay game, but it was sold out. We were on vacation. I was a little kid.
2: Anyways, I digress. That was the first place I ever went in Florida was Tampa Bay, too. So I, I, I kind of get it. But I, my, my best friend that I was stationed with in the Navy is from Kansas City, and his family, um, their uh, older, their youngest son, is actually an altar boy at the church with, with uh, Harrison Butker, the kicker for the Chiefs. Their friends, the family friends, and so I, I, I root for the Chiefs for them, and it, it's always been it was so it was heartbreaking for the Browns to lose to them.
1: So you know more about them than I do,
2: just a little. Okay. That's, and that's Patrick a, Mahomes is something else. Like I said, it, it, he's another one like, that yeah, I,
1: he, I think I don't like him because of the commercials. Was it State Farm or something?
2: State Farm. Those commercials, the Patrick commercials, Price. Yeah, the Patrick
1: Price. Just <laughs> I can't. Just yeah, we're done.
2: You want the Rodgers?
0: <laughs> I can't see Scott sporting the Mahomes uh, haircut. I
1: want the discount double He's check. He's
2: halfway there. He's halfway there. Come on, Ron. All yeah. he needs to do is grab a little fluff on top. I need to get it. And in me, I just have to shave the sides.
1: There you go. Yeah, I like All right. I think it's almost time to get out of here. Oh, we still got the Hammer Down Hotline coming up here. <laughs> Not quite done yet. Uh, upcoming think, races, uh, of course. Uh, what? What do you got? Wait, wait, there's more.
2: No, just real quick for everybody. If you're in the Hancock County area, level one snow advisory has been issued. So be careful out there; roads are getting slick.
1: Okay. And if you're listening to us on uh, demand on a podcast, it's probably old. Disregard news at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but good to know if you're watching you've already, now. You've already. If you're watching us, slid in the ditch and if, got out. If you're watching us on your phone while you're driving, good to know there's a level one snow emergency. Drive a little safer while you're watching us on the phone.
2: Nobody. Not would that we condone. Yeah,
1: we do not condone that. Pull over and watch us. Hopefully you have a shovel so you can dig your way out. Uh, Saturday, February 20th, that's the rescheduled uh, Hangover 2 race. Whiskey stock, moonshine stock, champagne stock. That's at Millstream Speedway. That's an early start. Uh, gates open at 9, racing at 1 p.m. And uh, it sounds like with our forecast coming up that the track's going to be nice and frozen for that. Hopefully it remains that way. Uh, what is that? That's two weeks from Saturday, isn't it? so yes yeah because uh a weekend after the Daytona 500 and i believe uh, mill street speedway will be having a facebook live either next wednesday or the following wednesday i haven't heard from scott so i'm not exactly sure yet uh, but uh, i'm sure it'll be posted on their facebook page so make sure to follow them uh happy birthday to our associate producer dave kim i forgot to mention that he uh, celebrated birthday earlier he's a birthday boy happy birthday dave uh also shout out to uh, matt swander i haven't heard too much from matt he is uh Hasn't been notoriously quiet. Yeah, it's kind of strange. He must be up to something next week on the show. Um, I don't know, I don't have anything official yet. Uh, maybe we'll see if we can get Brian Rollman on. He's down there racing his modified, uh, in Florida. So we'll see about that. I got some cool things in the uh, works for upcoming shows. Uh, nothing confirmed yet. Can't uh, really divulge at this moment, but uh. Uh, before we get out of here, let's check out uh, this week's down hotline, which I have to figure out where we're at. Here it is. All right, here we go. Uh, again, if you want to be part of the Hammerdown uh, racing report, all you got to do is call that number 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. I got to say that for those, uh, you listening on the uh, podcasts on Spotify or, you know, iHeartRadio, whatever, because you can't see the picture that's on the screen of our Facebook live. So there's that and uh, it's a call. leave a message and most likely we're going to play it back unless it's, I, I don't know. I don't even know what the threshold is of a call. That's test it. Test what the threshold would be for a, a call not to be put on the show. See if you can push the boundary. <laughs> here's uh, here's last week's hammer down hotline.
0: Hey, hammer down race report.
2: Philosophical question. With GM planning to phase out gas and diesel cars by 2035, when do people think that we'll see electric race cars on the dirt, uh, either sprint cars or anything else? Don't know if that day is going to come anytime soon, but just curious to see what everyone else thinks. Bye. Well, hello. I was just thinking, you know, Oak Shade is a legendary track, and there. Definitely a lot of legendary racers that have raced there. And in recent weeks, and sometimes I guess over the years, we've lost a lot of those amazing legendary drivers. Shouldn't there be a Hall of Fame for Oakshade?
1: So, uh, yeah. At first, I want to point out that neither of those calls were solicited. I did not say, hey, you somebody called this number. It's like those both came out of the blue, even though I know organic. I, or yes yes organic even though i know who both of them are that uh, left those messages but uh, uh what do, what do you guys think let's uh the, i know we kind of mentioned the electric thing my brother's big in electric cars and thinks they should he thinks he's going to put some spark plugs uh in the front of his car to make it legal to run at oakshade it's an electric car he's just going to tape some spark plugs or cuz i think the rule is the spark plug has to be even with the front or something that um Yeah, Uh, but what? What? uh, Realistically, I mean, 2035. I don't even know that that's actually going to happen. But uh, what do you? What's your Ron? You would be the expert on this. Is are are we going to see? Are we going to see electric race cars?
0: The only way those are cars that make any sense is if you put a a playing card on the spokes and they made some noise. Um, Boy, Scott, and electric cars, I. I, I think that would be the nail in the coffin of motorsports.
1: But I mean, eventually, these uh, internal combustion engines, when when they go away, and uh, I mean, maybe the only way to get them is from racing engine builders. But uh, you know, where are they going to get the blocks a- anymore? At, at some point,
0: there's still a lot of companies making things. I, I don't. I don't see. I don't see internal combustion engines going away in racing in our lifetimes. Okay and, and I, you have longer than I do, but
1: I, appreciate I don't that. see it happening. <laughs> well, it's kind of I don't know if you've seen they have uh, electric Harleys, uh, which they look pretty cool but and they sound very futuristic but you know when you, you think Harley, like when you think a race car, you think loud. But you know, with the electric, like you said, without the baseball card making the little noise, you're not going to get anything. So, and I don't know if you think that would take away from uh, from the sport uh, if you lose the noise. Oh, absolutely. And I guess you would the the smell of uh, the fuel as well. You'd lose that.
0: Yeah, nothing like lithium in the morning. You know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now I've seen videos of electric cars racing where they pipe in engine noise through the speakers that you know the pa system uh i'm like ron that that, to me it's going to kill racing but at the same time it's going to evolve somewhere down the road i hope ron's right and it's not in our lifetime because i don't want to see it but it's coming unfortunately i mean it 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 is what it is
1: Maybe we'll have uh, like rubber band cars. We we'll have to pull them back, and then let them. Well, go. that's when
2: you you go back to i racing. You know the computer racing. I, I know it's it's a it's a video game, but at the same time, I'm going to tell you what the i racing is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. The competitiveness you, you, you got to spend money to be good. You got to have a good steering wheel. You got to have good pedals. I mean, there's guys that are spending five and ten thousand dollars on their rigs. That's more that's than my race car. Wheel. Yeah, exactly. And these guys are spending it to to, to play a computer game. But then you got to pay to subscribe. But they're starting to build events up that pay big money. So uh, that's another direction that racing is going to go. And some of those guys that have it's been safer. playing the iRacing won that. And some of those guys have actually picked up rides in real race cars because of their iRacing experience. So, well, and here's another
1: thing, too. Uh,
2: I mean, with iRacing,
1: obviously, if you get in a crash, it's a lot cheaper to come back the next week as opposed to, you know, a regular race car, but, uh, uh, back to the some electric thing
2: picked up rides in real race cars because of their, I hear you. Again. Racing experience. So is that you, I mean, Rod?
1: What are you doing? <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention was, uh, you know, if you get in a wreck and you got these batteries, um, I mean, there's, I'm guessing there maybe at some point in the future, it'll be a lower risk. My audio went away, Scott. I can still hear you. You can't hear us? Hi, Ron. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep going. The other thing was the uh the Hall of Fame, uh that was mentioned for OC. I know some tracks have uh, Hall of Fames. Uh they even have uh what the the museum thing at uh, Fremont as well, right. which is pretty cool. But uh I mean I don't know if somebody would have to start that, that's, uh, you know, part of the track, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, I'll talk to, uh, that's of...
2: a heck of an idea. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of guys that I remember from my childhood when I used to come up to, to Oakshade and my dad raced against that, that i I think would be great to, you know, to honor them guys like Joe Durbeck, uh, Rick Hahn. Joe Durbeck, Yeah. Uh, yeah, A lot of those guys that, you know, were super racers, great weekly guys that supported Oakshade each and every week. It'd be neat to honor them and, and show the fans, you know, where, oakshade came from you know and it it, it, the place is still amazing like the gentleman said in the call you know it it is one of those legendary tracks if you've been there you know what oakshade's about it it's that there's something about that place that makes it special
1: well maybe maybe that's something uh maybe we can work on and maybe that gentleman that left that call perry uh, could uh, maybe get involved in that too, maybe spearhead a, a, an effort, and maybe it doesn't have to be for people who've passed uh, passed away either. I mean,
2: yeah, it, guys like, that are still active. Uh, there's there's an active guy that's usually you know yeah, was yeah. right down there. That's uh, another guy
1: with the same last name that I used to watch as a kid, Hillard, his first name. He's <laughs> yeah. still out there and kicking ass. So I mean, there's there's a lot of yeah. guys that uh, definitely could be in yeah. that. So. Definitely something to to consider. We lo- we lost Ron and he hasn't popped back in. I wonder if he's just given up and he's gonna get some dinner now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, that's I guess it, it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Thanks again
2: to. Check uh, us. What go for? It. Yep. check Ready? us out Steal or watch your favorite podcast or listen to your favorite podcast. You can find me on Mondays at Tim Sims, Powered by iRacing on Facebook with the iRacing stuff. Uh, like I said, I'll hopefully have news from Limeland for you guys coming up soon as well. Scott, another great show.
1: I think so. I, I think we got we got Ron back, maybe. Can you hear us now? Yeah,
0: yeah, I can hear you now.
1: Uh, we're, we're, we could hear you. I have you.
0: no idea. The audio went dead.
1: Well, did you want to You want to get – we were just talking about the uh, Hall of Fame before we uh, signed off here uh, for, for Oakshade and the possibility of that. And, you know, maybe that's another thing you could be part of. You're part of the Sandusky Hall of Fame, um, you know.
0: I am, and, uh, you know, I, I look at Fremont, and, and they've got a dedicated building to that. Yep. It's, it's really a big – it's a good thing, and, and there's a lot of history in, in those racetracks, and Oakshade's certainly one of the tracks that has a lot of history surrounding it. So – yeah, uh, I think it'd be a wonderful thing, uh, and it could start off small and and uh, go from there. But th- there's some really impressive people that have dedicated a lot of their lives to racing at Oakshade.
1: Well, I I nominated Perry to uh, to get with the proper people and and make something happen there.
0: You know, the, we we could start with one of the outhouses. You know, drain it, and uh, it could grow <laughs> from there. It doesn't have to be. I'm, used, I'm
1: picturing that now. I'm going in there and just seeing these pictures of faces while I'm
2: doing well, my each business. Porta, and... Each port a pot gets their own driver. So, <laughs> I mean, how ha- how fitting would the first ID p- of the Oakshade Hall of Fame be? Would it the have like their, their
1: car number, the car number on the outside and the face on the inside?
2: There you go, 35, go. right on 35. the door of the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You take, probably yeah, get the okay. one closest to where you you pit then, too, right, Ron?
0: Yeah, yeah. That works for me. <laughs> Boy, I just uh, heard a, a, a snowmobile just went past the house.
1: <laughs> nice. Aren't you glad you came back for this? This abuse? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks again to our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, our presenting sponsors. As a matter of fact, we're the fastest meat to race, and we're working on the uh, official Oakshade Raceway Hall of Fame. Maybe we'll, we'll help try and spearhead that effort. Yeah, Everybody's pointing everywhere. Uh, thanks again to Real Geese, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys. Check them out at realgeese.com or 419 800 8100. Millstream Speedway. Make sure to check them out. MillstreamSpeedway.net. Keep uh, an eye out for that uh, 2021 race schedule. Be posted anytime now. Also, Big D's Pizza in Clyde. Give them a call 419 547 1444. This is the weekend for pizza. Super Bowl, right there's your
2: Pizza, wings, burgers, ribs, like Devin talked about. Get a hold of Dean, head up there to Clyde, get you some of that great food for the game.
1: And while you're doing that, you're also supporting yep. uh, great racers like uh, Cap Henry, Devin Moran, you know, everybody that he sponsors. And us. And don't you're, forget to mention
2: the Down Race Report because you're going to get 10% off your bill, too.
1: Yep, you're helping support us, too, by supporting Dean. And, of course, Ron Miller Race Cars up there in Lamberville. 734 Yeah, now. 7223. So there you go. Are you still getting the delivery? Yeah, just- give,
0: them my, give them my cell phone number too. I, I don't know what the, uh, don't know what the computer issues are doing, but if uh, if you try to call on the shop number and it doesn't work, feel free to use myself four one nine two seven nine zero one
2: hundred.
1: That might cause an issue if they call during the show, though, wouldn't it? Not at all. Okay, there you go.
2: He's got he's got his priorities straight. He'll hang up
1: on them. <laughs> all right. All right, we'll be back uh, 7 o'clock next Thursday night right here on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, and, uh, and and then we'll be everywhere else we normally are. Don't forget to check out HammerDownRacerReport.com. Uh, everything you need to know about the show is on there. Well,
2: Brian well. Roman's second quick in his group. So look oh, and see right. if Brian has a good run tonight.
1: And uh, we'll try and get a hold of uh, Brian to uh, see if he'll join us next week. He's he's not a big talker when it comes to being on on shows like this but uh he's we can we can kind of get him to loosen up and then uh then he's pretty fun to be with we
0: can get veronica if he uh if he's at a loss for words okay (laughs)
1: veronica's never at a loss for words all right well let's get out of here we'll uh see you next week yes we will bye thanks all all right everybody
3: you have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.
1: I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy.